Change Path Radio, raising universal consciousness for the highest and greatest good. For more information, visit awakenedpathonline.com and check out our online bookstore at awakenedpathbooks.com. Namaste and blessed be. Hello, everyone. As I was uh, thinking about what I would talk about today, it occurred to me that fall was suddenly upon us. That's right. Fall is suddenly upon us. And that's not such a bad thing. But there are those who think there's no more summer, except for little occasional peaks of warm temperatures. We as a species seem to not want to let go of the summer sun. I mean, who wants to think of the eminent darkness of winter when it's dark at 4 p.m.? My son, he's seven, and he was very upset in September when he had to go back to school he said, Mommy, summer's over. There's no more fun. It's going to be cold and dark. And oh, he was very upset. And that's how some of us are. <laughs> there are some of us who are so excited about the seasons of change. And there are those who are just very upset. Anytime change happens, they're miserable. Miserable. I mean, fall brings with it pumpkin, all things pumpkin, pumpkin coffee, pumpkin bread, pumpkin pie, pumpkin muffins, pumpkin carving, pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin. I mean, that's a good thing, right? Not everyone thinks that way, though. But no matter what, someone is left unhappy when the seasons change. There's always someone who's unhappy when the seasons change. And it's quite funny how <laughs> we act surprised, even though we know that change is coming, because it happens every year. I mean, there'll be some of us who says, oh my gosh, it's cold outside today. Oh, the temperature is so cold. What happened? Come on, folks. It happens every year. You live in New England, it's going to get cold, no matter what. Instead of being upset and complaining, why can't we just accept the changes that the new season brings and try to see the beauty in what, in what each season offers? I mean, fall, there's foliage. I know some of you think, oh my goodness, foliage is the leaf hospice, the hospice, the leaves. Okay, okay. I mean, yes, but they come back. They're not going forever. So look at the beautiful colors. I mean, it's showing you that in death there is beauty. And we should not think of it that way. That it's when someone dies, it's over, we're sad, they're gone. No, no, no. It's beautiful. They've moved on. And that's the, that's the lesson that the trees are teaching us. When their leaves start to change colors and they, quote, unquote, die. It's not a horrible thing. It's a beautiful thing. They're making room for the next. And they're going on to wherever they go, to their next life, 
whatever that may be. So the trees have a, to teach us a lesson as well. I mean, there's lessons, about, uh, abundant lessons in nature. But I digress here. Back to the changes of seasons here. The change of seasons and our inability to let go is also reflected in our personal lives. Oh, yes, it is. Just take, for instance, we get old. Every single one of us gets old. Things don't look or function the way they used to, especially when we are in the advanced ages, like 89, 90, all of those. I mean, the things are not, it's not going to function the way it did when we were 25 or 19. It's just, it's just, that's just the way it is. But it's not a, a never negative thing. It's a beautiful thing. It is beautiful. And I, I mean, I'm not innocent. I remember when I was 25 and I was so terrified. Nine days before my birthday, I noticed a single white hair, one, one white hair. And I, I mean, I had a fit. I was freaking out. But, you know, uh, looking back on it, I think that I was very silly because now I have a whole bunch of white hair and I have, uh, I've given up on trying to dye my hair, make dye all the gray, uh, the white hair. It's just silly. I mean, it's coming back. It doesn't matter. So I might as well just accept it. And I have, I have come to accept the fact that I do age and that, and, and I will continue to do so, but it is my spirit, my spirit that will live on long after it leaves this holding tank, better known as my body. I mean, our spirit is what's what's ageless, which is our spirit is infinite. And when our bodies wither and crumple, it's just, it's time. And it's, it's preparing for our spirit to move on to whatever density, whatever life that it's going on to. And we do know that at some point in our lives, change is going to happen. And it's going to happen multiple times. So why not just accept it? I mean, why spend money in, a, in, in an attempt to reverse aging? It's going to happen. You can do whatever you want. It's still going to age. Your spirit's not going to stay in your body forever. Your spirit is what makes this body move and have life and all of that. But when it's time, when that spirit's getting ready to move on, when we've done what we're supposed to do in this life, in this life the spirit has to go. Spirit has to say, I'm, I'm out of here. It's time. I got to move on. I got other stuff to do. Too bad we don't see it that way. I mean, I'm not innocent, so I'm not sitting here trying to make you all feel guilty. I, I mean, there are some times that I can't seem to come to grips with not being 25 or 35 anymore, and, but it's gone. It's gone, folks. 
I mean, my husband tells me, you're even more beautiful when you age. And there have been many times I've rolled my eyes, but he's right. He's right. Aging is beautiful. I means your spirit is, is growing and it's getting ready for the next life. And it has done the work that it's, that it's uh, supposed to have done in this life form, in this current body. I mean, have you ever heard people who are angry? I mean, we've all heard people who are angry and who cuss when there's snow or rain. And so, I mean, they're really angry. This so-and-so snow. I can't believe it's so-and-so snow again. Oh, my goodness. It's raining. It's cold. Oh, yeah. I mean, those they're angry. Come on, people. What can you do about it? Is complaining going to help? No, it's not. I mean, what about when there's a, I mean, it's, it's very tragic when there is a hurricane or some really massive, deadly storm approaching. That there are people who will put their lives in danger. And the lives of those who have to go out and rescue them. Because they are too stubborn. Too stubborn to evacuate when they're told to evacuate. They're not, they're, I've been in this house for 30 years. I'm not going anywhere. It's like the captain going down with this, with his ship, but there are people, but, but there are, are rescue workers out there who have to, who are sent out to save these people and their lives are put in danger as well. I mean, that's very inconsiderate of these stubborn people. People. You need to let go of these material attachments and protect your lives and the lives of those who have to go out and get you. A house can be replaced, okay? I mean, this is a change that's coming. This is a change that's coming. The storm is going to come. It's going to knock down your house. Evacuate. Get out. The house can be replaced. That's a change. But your spirit, your body, your body cannot be replaced. You know, it's just uh, just a word of, of caution there. We refuse. We will. We we will be. We will refuse change, even though it is coming to knock down our house. We will still be stubborn. That is someone who is not ready for change, who is not prepared for it. Okay. So what does all this mess that I'm talking about have to do with our spiritual lives? Okay. The first thing we need to do is to let go of attachments. Let go of thinking things should be a certain way and accept things for the way that they are, okay? I'm gonna repeat that. Let go of thinking things, let go of thinking things should be a certain way and accept things for the way that they are, okay? That doesn't mean agreeing with it. It means finding our place in it and making something beautiful out of it or taking something beautiful from it. That's what we need. That's the first thing we need to do. 
The second thing we need to do, we need to commit. Now, commitment is another biggie and a whole other talk for another time. So we won't get into that. We just know that you need to commit. You need to commit to walking your spiritual path, knowing that there will be good times and not so good times. And that there will be all types of changes. I mean, they can even be mental changes. Our, our, the way we look at something changes. Change is happening all the time, people. We need to prepare for these changes so that we're not surprised, right? You bring along an umbrella or a poncho when you know it's going to rain. I mean, there's always those people who you see, they put their outside and it's pouring rain and they'll have their, their hand above their head. Come on, people. What's that going to do? That's not being prepared. But it's quite funny. I, I see I, when I'm at uh, picking up my children from school and it happens to be raining, I see kids flying out of the building. Some of them have, some of them don't care that it's raining. They get soaked, their books get soaked, and they don't care. Then there are those who have their umbrellas, their ponchos, their raincoats. And then there are still those who have their little hands above their heads as if that's going to shield them from the rain. That is not prepared. Their parents did not prepare them to go to school that day in the rain. Okay? In regards to spirituality, you ground yourself daily. Well, you should ground yourself daily. You never know what energy you can pick up. And then you ask for protection from your guides or angels. You surround yourself with protective light at the start of every day in order to not fall off course. Or to attract, or to attract unfavorable energy or lower vibrational energy that will can potentially attach itself to you. Okay, and that's unexpected, right? So you do have to be prepared for the unexpected. We can't see this unfavorable uh, lower vibrational energy. You can't see it, but you can feel it. And when it gets a hold of you, things start changing. Not for the better either. So you need to protect yourself from that. Surround yourself with white light. Ask your guides, angels for help. All right? And then finally, you need to just walk. Keep moving forward. Walk your spiritual path. So you need to, so to recap, you need to let go of attachments. You need to commit. Prepare and walk, okay? Let go of attachments, commit, prepare, and walk. Walk forward. Now, I like to think, uh, I, I said this in my speech at the National Spiritual Alliance uh, last weekend, I believe it was, or the weekend before, when I, I do so many things, I sometimes forget what day I'm doing them on. I talked about potholes <laughs> and how potholes are inevitable if you live here in New England. I mean, um, the snow comes, the plows come, and they uh, plow the roads. And, and as a result of them plowing all roads, we end up with potholes when the snow disappears. And we know they're coming. We see them everywhere. We know they're coming. So we need to prepare for them. And I jokingly said, how do we prepare 
for potholes? Well, there's a couple of things you can do. First of all, you can, if you have the money, you can make sure your car is, it won't fall apart when it goes into a pothole. Okay, make sure the muffler's not going to fall in. How do you do that? Well, maintain your car. Other than that, uh, you can pay, do what I do and play, I mean, play the pothole obstacle course game. <laughs> Dodge the potholes. So we need, to be, we need to prepare ourselves for the potholes that are coming in our lives. And, and we can do that by doing those same, those things that I said, let go of attachments, commit, prepare, and walk. We need to change our way of thinking about change in order to prepare for the inevitability of change. I'll say that again. We need to, pre to excuse me, we need to change our way of thinking about change in order to prepare for the inevitability of change. For your mind, cultivate a positive attitude toward everything and everyone. That does not mean to pretend that everything is fine. It means to look for the good in everything. And if you can't find any, figure out a way to put some in. Now that's a challenge. But it can be done. You just take one step at a time. I mean, all of these, all of these changes, they're not going to happen overnight. You have to work at them. That's the commitment part. Commit yourself to working towards being prepared for change. Now, for your body, you need to cultivate a positive self-image. And I'd like to add, at no matter what stage your body is at any one time. Now that's hard, but you can do it. Now that includes appearance, activity, the way your body moves and functions, and the emotional state. And then coach yourself into making the ideal real. Whatever stage your body is, is ideal. That is true. It, whatever stage at any one time your body is, is the ideal, is your ideal. Now for your spirit, we did the mind, body. Now for your spirit, cultivate the habit of deep breathing and learn something about the art of healing and meditation. Now, recently I was talking with um, a librarian at one of my children's school who told me they don't have time to meditate. I'm too busy. I don't have time to meditate. I said, you don't have five minutes. I mean, you don't always have to sit uh, in, in lotus position on the floor and spend an hour meditating and going, oh, you don't have to do that. Busy people can do it too. Five minutes. And you don't even have to say anything. Just close your eyes. Be in the stillness for five minutes. You can do it when you're going to the bathroom. I mean, I don't mean to be gross, but when you're sitting on the toilet, close your eyes. Five minutes. I mean, it takes you that long anyway, right? Most of the time. You can do that. Or when you wake up just before you hop out of bed, just close your eyes five minutes and be in the stillness. Five minutes. 
And then you, you'll, and if you keep doing that, your body, your spirit will love it so much that it will force you. You will miraculously find time to do more, to increase the amount of time. It might be 15 minutes next time. Who knows? But your body will love it so much. You'll get this rush of a, of, of goodness feeling all over your body that you want to do it more. Try it. If you don't believe me, try it. You'll see. Now, you also need to prepare, be prepared for the resurfacing or the, of the urge to go back to the old ways of thinking. Now, it's going to happen, but don't punish yourself for it. Accept it and remind yourself, hey, that's the old way of thinking. And it is not useful now. Any thought or idea that is acted upon is reinforced. Any thought or idea that is acted upon is reinforced. So be careful not to act upon old thoughts when they arise. To counter it, just act upon a new thought. And the action can be as simple as thinking positively, raising your vibration, meditating. You just keep doing it and doing it until it becomes a part of you. If you want to change the habitual thinking of the subconscious, you must consciously keep the desired pattern in the forefront of your mind until the subconscious has accepted it as a new habit. Now that comes from the book, Mastering Your Hidden Self, A Guide to the Huna Way by Sergi Khalil King, and that's published in 2012. Most of my quotes come from that text. It's a good read if you want to, to get it. It's a good read. Now, as I said, you have to keep doing this and doing this and doing this until it becomes a part of you. And it takes time. And it will not happen over, excuse me, it will not happen overnight. So don't get discouraged. You can partner with like-minded individuals who can check in with you frequently and help remind you to stay on track. Surround yourself with people who are operating on a higher vibration and who will be supportive of you. I mean, you're going to have to distance yourself from the lower vibrations that some people may be uh, projecting, even if they're your friends. I mean, that's going to be hard to do. It doesn't mean you don't love them or, or like them anymore. But you want to walk your path. And you want to do the spiritual work that you were sent here to do. And you can't do that if you're being dragged down into the gutter with other people and their problems. Change is never, ever easy, my friends. It's not. But with practice at countering our negative or unfavorable thinking patterns, we will be able to embrace the universe with love and loving arms and open arms, no matter what stages things may be. I hope you've learned something or got something positive from today's message. And I hope that it's a blessing to you. 
and you're able to share it with others and that it is that you are a blessing to others as well. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Awakened Path Radio. Feel free to visit us at awakenedpathonline.com. That's awakenedpathonline.com. And check out our online bookstore at awakenedpathbooks.com. Again, that's awakenedpathbooks.com. And thank you for listening.